This is the Podswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment. Welcome to the Blank Slate. Thanks for pushing play. It is, I uh, yet again, uh, I don't know where Mullet is these days. He's off probably on some spiritual journey. That's the farthest thing from the truth. This is Rich Camelucci, uh, and I am joined by an old comrade an old compatriot from uh back as far as as middle school uh she is the uh curator and co-founder is that safe to say of snarksquad.com you got it cool uh yeah i am joined by marines alvarez how are you doing tonight i am doing well very excited and pretty damn surprised you would invite someone who knew you in middle school to be on this show Yo, I'm not that type of person that just forgets people, all right? Like, <laughs> like you know, they're your roots for a reason. You got to water your roots. I don't know what that, in that uh, analogy, who is what or who's the roots, who's the water, what's the water. But you know what? It felt right, so I went for it. It, it sounded good. It sounded really good. So uh, just to get us kicked off, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, about what everything that is snark snark squad snark squad yes um i am a 28 year old south floridian and um what the story actually really starts with visiting you richie in gainesville (laughs) and (laughs) when we went up there we kind of planned a last minute like really awkward trip to just go visit you and a bunch of our friends up in Gainesville and you were doing the whole comedy troupe thing right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we caught one of your shows and I don't know that really inspired me and and the friend that I went up with to do something creative and to try and be funny because we thought we were definitely funny funnier than you guys at least right (laughs) so (laughs) we're like wait we know these kids from high school this is stupid we can be funnier than they are So we started a blog, and um, that was just kind of a personal blog. But from there, I I hooked up with some some other people from the internet, and Snark Squad was born. So that project really just started because we we decided that we were going to read the books that we read and loved as children, now as adults, and make fun of them. So that's how that that project got started. Where did you hook up with these, uh, these internet strangers, as it were? On the internet, so (laughs) there's like different communities apparently that you can join when you're a blogger and I joined a really big and awesome one called 20-something bloggers and I met a ton of people on there and one of um and I there's still people that I talk to every day like email chains and chats people I've gone to visit all over the country which is kind of strange but um so I met a lot of them on there and there was one girl who was like this sounds awesome do you want to join me and I said yes her name is Sarah and she's still blogging with us at Snark Squad and um we started that project that is awesome um and i also uh i haven't mentioned this to you before but i really love the name of snark squad yay (laughs) because uh i feel like a lot of um sort of like a lot of the uh, shade that gets thrown on like recaps and and criticisms and stuff like that is that they just are laced with this uh snark that they're not owning up to and yeah. you guys just put that right up front. Like, no, nah, this is where it's coming from. Absolutely. And that's the criticism that we've gotten also. Just kind of like, uh, you know, it's it's easy to be mean kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But that's so. And our retort is like, it's right in the name. It's not being mean. It's snarky. It's humor. It's sarcasm. And this is the place that we're doing it from. And there might be, you know, it also comes from a place. Well, we, when we started with the books, it was things we loved as children. So it's not that we hate the material, but it's that we're going to be snarky about it anyways. So you guys started with, with books then. So uh, how if you were to go there uh, today, it'd be mostly like television and stuff like that. Are you guys still doing books and stuff? Um, we we are in a in a limited capacity. So after we, the first thing that we branched out with was that 
a couple years ago, I can't even remember how many, I very innocently picked up this book and I, and I didn't really know anything about it. I just picked it up because it was, I don't know, like a bestseller or something. And I read the first chapter and I was like, well, shit, I have to snark this like immediately. <laughs> and that book was Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> oh, early, huh? Yeah, real early. So I I started uh, snarking Fifty Shades of Grey, and we did all three books. So that was the last book that we that we got into, and we're gonna pick up a new one this year as well that we do chapter by chapter. So we do still do books, but not quite as much. So, so like, like um, um, how 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 is it? How is it? <laughs> terrible it's, it's hands down the worst thing i have ever read in my life i i feel like the author owes me for therapy like she should pay for my therapy is really where i'm at with that when it was actually probably like her form of therapy I don't, I don't, I don't know. I really think she, this is all a joke. I think she is trolling humanity with this book because it cannot be serious. When it was getting probably its, its most mainstream like attention, like I feel like probably a little bit right before or after when the movie got announced. Right. Uh, my roommate that I was living with at the time, uh, Maddie, she went and bought it. And me and my buddy Jeremy just started reading it out loud before she had a chance to actually get into it. Uh, and we just started reading it in, like, different voices and different accents. Uh, the best, of course, being as Gilbert Gottfried. And yes. it uh, it completely ruined the book for her. And she either <laughs> took it back or gave it to her mom. Which I, uh, No, no, you don't give it to your mom. That, that's terrible. Yeah, I don't think that's what happened. But I know that <laughs> happened to someone. So, but yeah, that is awful. That is a terrible, terrible thing to do. <laughs> I, I, well, for the most part, I don't, I blog under my real name, but it's not really something that I advertise to people that I know in my professional life and my family. So nobody really knew I was doing this project. Mm -hmm. And my brother-in-law picked up my Kindle one day and he just was looking at it, kind of checking it out. And he turned <laughs> it on and it was open to Fifty Shades of Grey, of course. <laughs> and not only was it open to this book, but there is actually a honest to God, I shit you not scene where he pulls out her tampon and I was on that chapter. Oh, no. So it's like the yes, yes. It was on that page. And he looks down and he reads a couple of sentences and I swear I think he wanted to like punch me in the face. <laughs> 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 what are you reading? <laughs> So oh I, I'm not joking when I tell you that E.L. James owes me something, something, money, therapy, something. There was also another conversation we were having with someone else who had read the book and they were telling us about this other thing that they do in there, which at this point it was limitless. Like this book was in the Tyson zone for me, whereas like, you could tell me anything <laughs> happened and I would I, believe it. Yeah. And they were describing this thing called canning it's like yeah. what canning and it's like like yeah like shove cans up somewhere it's like oh. that's impossible and not true probably and then i looked it up uh while we had the book and it was caning caning this person right. was just uh not um, good with the english <laughs> precisely yeah <laughs> um but then even then that settles in and you're like, oh, just oh, caning. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Caning. Yeah. Yes. So that was that sentence right there is pretty much my entire experience with the book is where he thought it could not get worse. And then and then it did. It got worse. <laughs> Which I, I, I guess I kind of have a little bit of a respect for that in the sense of just like seeing the depths of an imagination. Right. Almost. The part, like, that's maybe the only props I can give it in that respect. No. Uh, and God. when you consider that it, it started as fan fiction, mm -hmm. like Twilight fan fiction, and Twilight is a crappy book. And so you figure, okay, well, it's just going to be a crappy book. But no, she makes it crappier. <laughs> like, she makes it worse. She takes a bad thing and she, I mean, she just goes to town. So, yeah, you definitely got to take your hat off to this lady who is making millions of dollars by writing just 
total nonsense. Well, yeah, we can shit on it all we want. She's all right. laughing her way to the bank, uh, probably creating her own Federal Reserve. That's not even possible. But <laughs> uh, so I take it you guys have covered the trailers and all the news or, you know, just reports about it coming out until the release, which is on fucking Valentine's Day this year. I know. I know. Uh, yeah, so we, we did, when the casting news came out, we did a piece on that, and then when the trailer came out, we actually took it, like, scene by scene, and we <laughs> broke it down, so we, we've kept up with it. Um, people have been pretty vocal about whether or not they think we should go see the movie. I, I would say, like, 70% of our readers really want us to go and then tell them about it, and then the 30% <laughs> are like, don't spend your money, like, don't make her richer. Right. Yeah, but I feel I I gotta go see it. You have to. I I know. It's you have a duty and a responsibility at this point. I mean, hell, even I went and saw the first Twilight movie just based on <laughs> like you know I gotta see, and then like because I, I didn't know anything about it, and then they sparkled, and then I'm like, all right, I think I know everything I need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you take the first Twilight movie. And you add, like, the unsexiest things you have ever seen in your life or read. And, like, less va vampires and more, like, uh, domestic abuse. That is Fifty Shades of Grey. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for just saving me about, oh, probably, what, 1,500 pages of, of messed up junk? Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. So we and we did the project over like, I think it took us almost two years to do all of the three books chapter by chapter. Wow. So I lived with this for a very long time. This was part of your life. Yeah. Yeah. No. And every, <laughs> we we um and one of the things that we do on the blog is that we recap and we do it in a rotation so that every recap that you get, whether it's books or TV or whatnot, there's kind of a conversation going on because we comment on each other's recaps and mm -hmm. whatnot. So we would go back and forth about who got the next chapter in the book. And it was pretty much like a, a game, like who could get the worst chapter. <laughs> <laughs> and every week I was like, yes, I was spared. And then the next week something terrible would happen. So reading those chapters were hands down the worst 20 minutes of my life every week. Well, if that didn't strike some type of morbid curiosity for the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy, uh, you can actually go to audibletrial.com slash blank slate for a free membership. And you know what? You could download Fifty Shades of Grey and listen along uh, while you go back and check out the Snark Squad Girls' uh, recaps. That could be a fun endeavor. Uh, a, a, a perhaps treacherous endeavor? Sure, but who knows? You could also check out... Fifty Shades of Grey related works uh, such as Fifty Writers on Fifty Shades of Grey where all sorts of other romance, erotica to real world BDSM practitioners uh, continue the conversation and I'm sure that is just delightful if at the very least you gotta be curious about it somehow so go to audibletrial.com slash blank slate for your free 30 day free trial and free audiobook download uh, where you can get it's not just it's not just the 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 Fifty Shades of Grey audiobook website. There's over a hundred and fifty thousand titles to choose from for your iPods, Android device, MP3 players. You name it. Get that going in the car. You know, like not with your kids in the car. If you're picking them up from school or whatever, that'd be a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. You'd be a horrible parent. But I'm not judging. Just go to audibletrial.com slash blank slate for your free shiz. And now on to more interesting things than kinky shit. What are the worst 20 to 45 minutes of your week these days? <laughs> Gotham. Wow. Oh, wow. It's like I almost knew. Hands down, Gotham. <laughs> oh my God, that show is terrible. I just got to say that the reason that this call is probably happening is because I tweeted at you yeah, all yeah. my like 
surprised that you are actually enjoying this show. <laughs> I am. I don't know if it's because uh, they do a lot of fan service on the show. I don't know if it's just because I live with perhaps the world's biggest Batman fan. I don't know what it is in particular that about it that speaks to me. I will agree. It's not a good show. I've said no. that several times. Not a good show. But they they do certain things not just well but right no but it, it it isn't fan service as much it is it's like i don't i don't even follow batman and i get these things because they are hammering them over your head when you have a little girl standing in front of with like a huge plant behind her head you look at that and you go oh that's ivy because they put a huge plant behind her head and that's not fan service that that is that is awful no but there have been a lot of things that are very that they they do have subtlety in it that if you know what you're looking for that's that's the fan servicey things i'm talking about the stuff like ivy yeah that's beating it over the head some of the catwoman stuff beating it over the head uh i you got to give it up for awesome parts though like uh, like badass Alfred. Right. And Alfred is probably one of my favorite things about the show. But I mean, that's not really saying a lot. I, I will say it to be positive that the casting is pretty amazing with the exception of Jada Pickett and Smith because she's awful. But I, I feel like everyone is cast pretty damn well, even just from like a looks perspective. Mm -hmm. Penguin, amazing. Yes. Uh, Enigma, amazing. Yes. Fish, not amazing. No, no. Uh, I think Mullen <laughs> and I just recently talked about this. In a lot of uh, recaps and, and criticisms that he reads about the show, a lot of people want more Jada Pinkett, Jada Pinkett Smith and more Fish. And in, in that, like, yeah, she's original and she, like, you know, breathes a life into the show. It's like, whoa, 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 no. Are you serious? Yeah. People are saying that on the internet? People, like professional people, <laughs> are saying this. People who get paid. <laughs> exactly. To have opinions are saying that. That blows my mind. Yeah, I know. I, me too. He told me that. I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. She she chews up the scenery. It, sometimes I'm watching her and I'm actually afraid for my eyeballs. Like her finger waggle is going to come through the screen and poke me in the eye. <laughs> All she does is, is like flip on accents that come out of nowhere and waggle her fingers. I don't understand. Oh, the finger waggle. <laughs> oh, man. I... I don't know if there was anything more cringeworthy in the first half of that of this season than her like search for her manipulative mistress. Oh yes, okay. Oh, see, I had blocked that out of my mind. I'm like, huh? <laughs> Rightfully so. <laughs> yeah, no, that was terrible. That was terrible. I, I just don't want her on my screen. Yeah, I agree. I um. I hope this is kind of like a one and done thing for her. It seems as if uh, her hubris will get the best of her. Yeah. Uh, so uh, as you so perfectly pointed out to me, um, you know, what what eats fish? Penguins. There you go. And I was just like, <laughs> damn, just blew my mind. I think I think you're you're hating on the show because I think you're secretly writing on the show and you're. You're not uh, uh, getting credit for. I don't know where I was going with that. that I don't know either. Sense. But um, I, if I were writing for the show, it, I mean, that would be great because you don't really. Ha it seems like a job that you show up and you don't really have to put much effort in. You pick a villain. I mean, it's already the villains are already written for you. You you open up a Batman comic. You pick a villain. You pretty much have him turn himself in because it's not like the GCPD is doing some excellent detective work. These guys basically turn themselves in and you have Penguin like strut around and say a few things. And that's pretty much the gist of an episode. The police department is pretty much a rec room for villains at this right. point. It's great. They just like stroll in. Like there's been at least like five different occasions where villains have just strolled in and just be like, move. Let me sit here. Stop that. You get over there. Down. Right. 
And uh, I think it was the most recent episode where the electrocutioner, is that his name? I actually haven't watched the most recent episode. Oh, sorry. You know, I won't spoil it for you. But he, he, I mean, he leaves, he abandons a van that he stole, like, in a very convenient location. And the police just find it there. So it's not like they're looking for clues. It's just that clues, like, appear for them. Um, the, uh, I, I will say this. It's probably as easy as it probably is to write the show because uh, they do seem to be pulling from uh, just a lot of history, right. uh, a lot of obviously old history, but also a lot of newer stuff. Uh, anytime I kind of look to, to my roommate, Robert and ask him, uh, you know, is that from anything? He's like, yeah. And he brings any like dates in. And it's like, Oh yeah. in like 2011. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But um, it's probably even easier to shoot the show. It is not well shot. Uh, just, I think, uh, I, I, I can't remember. I know I read it on Snark Squad. I can't remember who said it, but they brought up the uh, transitional shots. Yes. of Just like L trains and cityscape, which just like, wow. Yeah, I knew there was always something off whenever I was watching. I'm like, yeah, why are they so afraid of establishing shots? And, and... And I mean, we, I don't know. It's just, again, that whole thing where you're, it's bashed over your head. I mean, what time is always in Gotham? It's always like, like shadowy o'clock. Like there's no morning, there's no night. Like every scene that you look at is visually pretty much the same. There's no really anything very exciting there. The first couple of episodes, it was impressive because you got the feel for Gotham, but now there's just sort of a, a monotony that goes with everything that they shoot. And it's always just, it's always just rained. Yeah, right. <laughs> just rain, shadowy o'clock. Like that's always what it is in Gotham. So uh what else uh what else you got, what do you what else are you watching these days? For fun or for for blogging? Yeah, for blogging, for something you like. Uh so right now uh we we have a stupid amount that we're covering. So we're doing <laughs> Dawson's Creek, Veronica Mars, uh Supernatural, Doctor Who, Gotham, How to Get Away with Murder, uh Dollhouse. And I think that might be it. I might be missing some. So that's all that we're covering on on the blog. Um, and that doesn't really let leave much time for like fun mm -hmm. TV watching. But I did just finish watching Avatar: The Last Airbender, which was the last thing that I kind of watched just for myself. Okay. Um, I know nothing about that. <laughs> well, you should look into it. I, I know. That most people I know watch it and can have extensive conversations on it. And I just have nothing except for the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, don't. Uh, that's the, the worst part to know about have you, this one. Have you guys talked about that movie? No, we haven't. Um, <laughs> there wouldn't be much to say. It was terrible. It was really terrible. I. It was the last thing I watched, actually. I watched... All three, um, I, they call them, I guess, see, yeah, seasons of the show. And then I was like, well, I'll finish it strong with a great M. Night Shyamalan movie. And that was not what happened. Oh, no. Yeah, it was painful. So kind of uh, not necessarily sell me on the show because it's not exactly like you're going to be getting residuals from it. But like <laughs> what, uh, what about the show is appealing? So it is a cartoon. Mm -hmm. Um but it is super, super smart, and okay. the characters themselves are endearing. Uh, so you go – I think what mostly sold me on the show what were the characters. So you have this very gifted little boy called the Avatar, and he is um, – basically set to he is in a position where he can save the world but he's got to learn some skills along the way before he's ready to do that so he goes on this adventure kind of thing to to train and to learn these things before he can face off with the big bad and <clears throat> it's a very basic premise but again it's it's the characters it's the world because it's very uh based on like like asian oriental kind of feel to it but it's its own world so um, just a smart cartoon, which you don't often get that. It's kind of hard to find, but it was very, very good. Okay. Um, 
And I like how you guys kind of don't put yourself in a box as far as what sort of shows to get into as far as if it's currently running or if it's just, like you said, Dawson's Creek. Yeah. <laughs> uh, has there been anything that's stood out to you that's you were expecting to be terrible and you're just kind of like, oh, wow. Yeah, no, I'm kind of all in on this. Uh, yeah. So <clears throat> the first TV show that we recapped on the, on the blog was um, Buffy because I had never watched it. And one of our, one of our recappers was a huge fan. So she was like, if we're going to do TV, let's start with Buffy. So from Buffy, we did the spinoff to Angel. And um, we figured we'd keep it in the Joss Whedon family. And we picked up Dollhouse. So I remember thinking that I didn't like Dollhouse or that it was very problematic. But hot damn, is that one amazing TV show. And I think it's almost made better because of the way that we're watching it very slowly and having these like deep conversations about it because it's just so crazy. The things that this show gets into about personality and identity and what makes a person a person. So I wasn't expecting that. And I feel like people write Dollhouse off, but it, it, is, it is a very, very good show. Okay. Okay. Uh- Eliza Dushku? Is nope. that right? Yes. Uh, okay, okay, hold on. Eliza Dushku is not good in the show. <laughs> <laughs> she is not the best part of the show. She actually, if they had cast a different actress in that role, it would have been probably like one of the best TV shows of all time. But Eliza Dushku is not good in this role. She she really just has one one thing that she can do and that's Eliza Dushku. <laughs> so this is pretty much just Joss Whedon throwing heat still. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's definitely been the biggest surprise for me. Um, recapping really changes a TV show. I feel like maybe I would like Gotham a little bit more if I weren't recapping it mm-hmm. because you spend, not only do you watch it, but then you go and you spend a recap can take us anywhere from like two and a half to four hours. Right, so if right. you're spending that amount of time with something that's already pretty crappy, it just gets crappier. Yeah. I can, I can imagine if a show, if you go into a show and you start it and you just straight up, just like, don't like it. I can imagine having to spend that much time with it. You can, develop a full-on resentment for it right and we did this great thing where we we're like okay we're gonna take on a new show something that's coming up in fall and we put it to a poll to our uh, to our readers and we're mm-hmm. like okay what do you want us to watch and the overwhelming majority picked gotham it's <laughs> 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 not even something we wanted to watch in the beginning like this is like oh it'll be great like we can let our readers choose and this is what they chose i'm sorry i i went back to gotham but <laughs> <laughs> I just can't get over it. <laughs> if okay, if uh, Gotham is your answer, then uh, uh, pick something else. Okay. Um, but my question is, on the flip side of that, what is just the hottest garbage you guys have had to to watch and recap? I'm gonna go okay so it's not the hottest garbage the overall experience was okay and the show is a good one but we got into some really really tough times with Buffy the Vampire Slayer really because we attracted a group of people amazing people just really great people I'm not you know the fans but we attracted some hardcore fans people are ride or die with that show ride or freaking die with the show and their main character that they project all of their love to is spike and i will just tell you right now that he is <laughs> the number one least favorite character of all time my number one least favorite character of all time is spike so we there got to be a point where it was very very difficult to keep watching what was happening on screen because some really tough things happen there's an attempted rape like just really dark things yeah yeah and people were sticking up for for him for spike so um season season six of buffy was was pretty much the worst of my recapping experience as, as, as far as it goes with TV. Right. What was your worst experience? Uh, was it 50 shades or was it something else? Uh, 50 shades. Yeah. Okay. And well, again, so recapping is funny this way that there's, uh, reading like the material itself, definitely 50 shades. Those recaps on the site, the 50 shades recaps are my favorite of all time. Uh, That will like, if, if, uh, uh, piece of work or material is in the right 
space. It's just perfect for if it's shitty enough to yeah. be able to make fun of it. Right. For um, I'm just going to straight up uh, uh, break our uh, no wrestling talk rule on that are <laughs> self-imposed uh, because there's no one here to, to put me in the penalty box. But no. there are certain times where, you know, we'll try to live tweet along with Raw for Podswoggle. Okay. And yeah, it's sort of the same thing where it's like if it's a certain amount of bad, it's fun to to tweet about and make fun of and make jokes about. But then if it's really bad, like the last four months, we just straight up haven't tweeted. It's <laughs> just been depressing to watch. And it's like yeah. there's there's no humor to find anywhere in this. Right. Um, but we're kind of coming back on the rebound. But I uh, uh, so after that blatant violation of the one rule of this podcast, no, uh, I, I regress and say I can relate to that. We we what we started to do when we picked up live shows that we were covering real time is we would live tweet them as well. So we have different um, you know hashtags that that people can watch and and tweet, and then we'll pick our favorite tweets and put them in the recap. So Gotham Snark is sorry, I'm back on Gotham. <laughs> But Gotham Snark is the one that we started for Gotham. And in the last, like, two episodes of the new year, and probably the last one of last year, we went from, like, let's say 20 people participating to, like, four stragglers. And and people will tweet things like, okay, time for Gotham Snark. And then, like, the only other thing was, well, that was stupid. Like, that's all that we can come up with at this point about yeah. that material. So I feel like we're there with Gotham where we don't even know if we're being funny anymore. <laughs> because <laughs> it, it, it's a fine line because at a certain point it could just turn to to venom right right and um so i we have to keep each other in check the the girl who's doing this week's recaps actually alex she sends us an email and she's like uh yeah i bitch and moan a lot in this one so if you guys want to edit some of that out so we're we try and keep each other in check about you know just making sure that we're we're having some jokes in there and not yeah, just like yeah. oh this is the worst thing ever uh, I am going through the website and I see you guys have done stuff on Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps. Ah. Goosebumps yeah. is a, a, a big reason in particular why I wanted Mullet on this show because he could go. I've read Goosebumps as a kid too, sure. He can go off on some Goosebumps. The number one thing that we found when it came to Goosebumps is that there is a lot, a lot of like double entendre in there. And it, I mean, just really blatant things. I, I, I couldn't even tell you. There's this one where this guy, this boy goes into a dumpster and he finds like some kind of lotion or something and he starts rubbing it all over his body. But the way that it's described, it's like this white goo that I'm rubbing all over my face and body. Oh, wow. And you're just like, come on, this had to be done intentionally. <laughs> So one time we were tweeting about that. I, I think it was Sarah who tweeted something about how Goosebumps is full of this stuff. And R.L. Stein replied to her. What? <laughs> and he called her a sick and twisted woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Still one man. of our favorite things about what's happened on Snark Squad is when R.L. Stein called her sick and twisted. Absolutely. So. It's like a yeah. badge of honor. I know it's great. We we had we dedicated a whole post to that happening, and we reference it often. Oh man, that is that is awesome. I uh, I I wish I knew more about this uh, Goosebumps movie that's coming out, except for the fact that Jack Black is playing R.L. Stein, who's in the movie. <laughs> I, I'm confused. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Very confused. All right. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Uh, talk to me about Doctor Who, because this is another thing where the rest of the world is just completely on board with this. And I have 100 percent missed the boat. And I don't know if it's worth trying to to uh, somehow get on to get airlifted onto the boat or whatever. Okay, it's a tricky boat to jump onto because most people will tell you right out of the gate that season one is not good. Okay. So you kind of got to, uh, you know, grit your teeth and, and bear and at least get through season one and then it starts to get a little bit better. Well, here's where I, I, I start to get frustrated is, is like, because I am very much like a completist. I will watch in the entire run of a show that I ended up hating from five episodes in. Um, 
see my prior feelings about Veep, but like Doctor Who, when did it? Didn't it like start in like the sixties or something? I want to, okay. I want to watch it all, but no, and and you couldn't watch it all because it's so freaking old that there's even lost episodes. Like it's not complete. It's just super super old. So most people, most people, when they're talking to you about Doctor Who, they're talking to you about New Who that started in two thousand five. Okay, and is that with uh, David Tennant? So um, I guess this is not really a spoiler, but one of the things is that the doctor regenerates. So there's different incarnations of him. David Tennant is the 10th doctor who would come in in season two of New Who. So you start you start season one with a different guy, uh, Christopher Eccleston. And um, I he's absolutely one of my favorites. But the season itself is really, really tough to get into. And we're 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 on the struggle bus right now with that with that show. I mean, I love it. And what we usually like to do on the site is just pair up um, recappers this way. So we like to have someone who's watched the series more than one time, mm-hmm. someone who's watching it for the second time, and someone who's never watched it before. Okay. So uh, right now, Kirsty is our, our is our longtime watcher. She's our diehard fan. I'm watching it all for the second time. And Sweeney, who's the co-captain, the co-creator, she's watching it for the first time, and she just cannot get into it. She is, like, not about this life right now. So it's kind of been a big bummer for me and Kirstie because she is, like, tearing this thing apart. And it's our, you know, it's our favorite. It's our baby. (laughs) So, um, you know, we like to cover all points of view. So maybe if you are watching it and you don't like it, you can come and read Sweeney's rants about why it's pretty terrible. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty campy. It's the BBC, so the budget is like basically nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the main one of the main villains is literally like a salt shaker and with a oversized salt shaker and like a plunger and a whisk. And I'm not joking. <laughs> That's like a literal description of a Dalek. So <laughs> you got to come into it expecting camp. Okay. I love yeah. camp. Well, why didn't anybody tell me that before? I know. It's super campy. Um oh. Yeah, so if you can get through the first season, then you're in good shape. You should be good for the rest of it. So, what I what you're what it seems as if like the mission statement of Snark Squad is, I feel is 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 a very noble endeavor in that you guys are taking on all of this otherwise pretty crappy dumpster fire worth of of material. Have and and you kind of said that you don't really get to watch much for yourself like does that mean you haven't like watched some of like the best television that's been happening in the last like like five ten years probably um like like breaking bad haven't watched it mad men i okay here's the thing about me you know how you're you said you're a completist yeah yeah i have commitment issues (laughs) and if you will name pretty much any show i have watched one to one one episode to one season of it so breaking bad i think i saw the first two episodes mad men i think i watched the first two seasons and then gave up and i mean we could go down a list of shows and this is just how i watch them i lose interest super quickly and the only reason that i'm finishing shows right now is because of snark squad because we can't quit so I don't know what it is about me and my commitment issues, but I just I am not good at finishing television shows. So yeah, I can speak to the first two seasons of Mad Men, which were great. <laughs> I just never finished it. Uh, so here's a, a quick idea on the fly, just half baked. I'm just gonna throw it at the wall, see what see what sticks. Uh-huh. In an effort to to help you actually kind of complete these these lauded best of our generation shows. Uh huh. Sister site, praise palace, <laughs> and you just watch all that stuff, and you just you just just gush over it. Just oh, this is so great. I mean, that's I, the thing is that I we watch a lot of stuff that we do love. Like we love Veronica Mars. I, I love Game of Thrones, which is another one that we watch. Uh, we cover Orphan Black. We love, but that doesn't mean we still can't make fun of it. True, Where, I true. mean, and and a lot of it is like you know. Pretty straight, and then like a joke at the end. So yeah. it's not like we're we're tearing things to pieces all of the time. True. But you better believe if you know your your shit is shit, then we're gonna call it that. You know, very good. Very good. Um, but you know what? Praise Palace. I'm going to keep that. <laughs> I'm just gonna file that away. Keep it in the back burner. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Uh, what about movies? Do you guys? Uh, what do you guys sort of do as far as movies go? 
Um, one one project in particular, which is we call it a snarkathon, and basically is we we like to say that we invite the internet to watch movies alone together. So everybody basically presses play at an allotted time on a specific movie, and we live tweet it, That's and then nice. we do a wrap wrap up post of just a really quick run through of the plot of the movie, and then our favorite tweets. So um, we, we're doing one in February, the first Saturday of February. We're snarkathoning Top Gun. Oh. Which I've never seen before. Really? I've never seen it. So I, uh, I, yeah. I, I judge you more, but <laughs> I can't because it wasn't until maybe like four years ago that I finally saw Top Gun. Okay. Okay. Uh, I feel better. So, all right. That's, you said that's the first weekend in February? Yes. Yes. First uh, Saturday. That's the first Saturday in February. Mark your calendars day before the Super Bowl, I'm imagining. Uh, so what a better what what better of a weekend could you have than snark a thoning Top Gun and I'm then watching saying. the Super Bowl? We, uh, we've picked out um movies for the for the first half of the year. So I think after February, I mean don't quote me on this, but I think March, um Sam, who is our one of our um, recappers and also a lawyer, she is doing Spice World. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> so, I mean, if Top Gun is not your thing, we've got movies, all kinds of movies uh, just on, on the list. So, you um, are going to, oh my God, I can't wait to see your reactions to Top Gun because it is just such a bonkers movie. It's amazing. Um, like, I'm thinking of things where she's like oh are you like you don't expect it um and also uh my favorite top gun memory has not much to the movie at all but it was uh uh back when it was the same crew that was living in that apartment that you guys came up to visit yeah uh so it was me and our mutual friend scott who uh was really big into guitar at the time so we watched <laughs> top gun and the like the the Top Gun theme is like a famous thing. And mm -hmm. so we made him learn it. <laughs> and anytime he was just tooling around in his bedroom with his guitar and we'd hear it, we would just yell, Scott, Top Gun. <laughs> and then we would just hear. And it was. So anytime he was tooling around with the guitar in his bedroom. So like a lot, right? All the time. <laughs> it was the biggest power trip I've ever been on. It was amazing. That's a good memory. That's a good Top Gun memory. It, 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 it's, yes, very much so. Uh, well, I'm so excited about that. And Spice World, for that matter. That is yeah. like an underratedly campy movie that has like way too famous of people in it. Um it's it's ridiculous. I remember. I've never watched that one either. Wow. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I just feel like I'm getting so much more culture this year. I feel like I'm growing as a person because of these snarkathons. <laughs> <laughs> I, man, I watched that movie on illegal pay-per-view, like, way too nice. much in 1997. Nice. That is such a great confession. Yeah. I me I've watched so many shitty movies on illegal pay-per-view. Great. Um. 1997. I'm pretty sure it came out in 97 or 98. I'm pretty sure it came out the same year Titanic did or around the same time. Huh. I, we, I could be off on that. So probably before we knew each other. Yes, definitely. Okay. Um, But so, okay, that is super exciting. I'm very uh, excited for that. I'll be live tweeting along. Uh, you better believe it. Yes. Um, something that we kind of uh talked a little bit about last week just in just sort of catching up in general mm -hmm. uh tell me about snark tube snark tube <laughs> so we we started this little um series that we kind of had to abandon but it's just kind of grown into a different thing. So at first, what we YouTube were doing was, in general. Sorry, that's, that's right. So with Snark, SnarkTube, what we were doing at first was um, following different uh, series on YouTube or picking up um, 
videos that became viral and just talking about them and snarking those. Um, And there was one in particular that was like some like low rent modeling show (laughs) that we found (laughs) uh, on YouTube. It was like um, America's next top model, but like worse somehow. So we followed that one for a season and then we're like, okay, we can't, we can't do this anymore. (laughs) So (laughs) the evolution has become that we've um, started vlogging a lot more uh, recently. So it's something that we want to definitely pick up this year again so just anything that we can't really fit into recaps any pop culture things that we want to talk about but we don't have room to you know already within our 4,000 word recaps we're taking it over to our vlogs which are called segue magic so nice yeah so i think that's more so what i was getting at i don't do a lot of research for this stuff it's okay We still have the snark tube like uh, headline up on our website, so that you're you're not too far off. So okay. yeah, we do do the vlogs where we we've talked about like favorite characters, we've talked about travel, we've talked about we list like our favorite and least favorite episodes of things that we watch, um, just uh, music and books. So anything anything goes really. It's kind of like our blank slate. Nice, I like it's, it. Yeah, in vlog form. Cool. Um... <laughs> I've noticed also, uh, oh, this is something I kind of noticed like way back a- anyway. Not not that I've, you know, would be like creeping this out or anything like that, but mm-hmm, you guys have mm-hmm. uh, been like doing a lot of traveling together. Yay, yes. <laughs> Selene is a huge traveler and she's uh, uh, the co the co-captain there. So she her her family is like insane. They they've lived all over the world. They've traveled all over the world. And since we started this um we started you know knowing each other but you know just kind of partners mm-hmm. and we've gotten really, really close. So I, I have been invited to a few Sweeney family vacations. And after that, uh, Nicole was living in Paris for a little while. And we both went back to Paris together after she graduated from grad school. So we've definitely, we've, I've never visited Nicole Sweeney at her, in her hometown. We've only met each other or visited each other in cities that like are neither of our own. Uh, and where's her hometown? Um, that, that's complicated too. Cause she's lived all over. So she okay, will tell okay. you that probably her hometown is LA cause that's where she spent her formative years, but mm-hmm. she spent a long time in Missouri too. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that, LA, Missouri, same level. Of <laughs> Whatever. They're now. practically the same. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome though. Shit, man. You're, you're seeing the world doing it up. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, seeing the world and, uh, um, not not recapping while we're on vacation. That's usually how that goes. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna live snark Paris. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Paris. We generally do pick hashtags so people can follow us, like eating things and and not watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, that what the hell was that? Sorry, I just got distracted by what sounded like a drill. What I'm hoping mm-hmm. was a drill. Mm-hmm. Or else um, someone is being murdered, maybe? I don't know. Possibly. Hey, you know, I, I live in the big city now. So <laughs> anything's possible. Dreams and nightmares. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so uh, that is awesome. Uh, definitely going to have you back on the show to talk a little bit more uh, in detail and depth about any other certain shows that we were both watching at the same time or if anything in particular comes up. But uh, as far as you like Gotham, like Gotham, you know, uh, uh, Robin, I don't know. I mean, I'm not pushing for another invite, but if you invite me, I guarantee I could have more to say about Gotham. I am giddy and terrified at the prospect (laughs) of having you and Robert on the show uh, uh-huh. at the same time because I'm pretty sure you guys have never met before unless you guys met when you were up in Gainesville but uh yeah that could be incredibly entertaining or terrifying all at the same time it might wor- be worth finding out we usually we usually do like uh quarter season re uh, 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 check-ins I don't really okay. call them recaps or anything like that but more so just check-ins be like hey how we how we feeling so far? Got yep. it. 
uh, for Game of Thrones when that starts uh, ramping its way back up into our lives. Definitely give you a shout for that. But as far as your uh, introductory course on everything snarksquad.com, this is uh, this was it. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Just a whole bunch of girls not getting paid to dedicate way too much time to television. And if you're listening to this right now, then you're already familiar with a whole bunch of guys not getting paid to dedicate way too much time to television and movies. <laughs> High five. We should be in a city that is not our own and just buy each other drinks, you know, for doing this whole internet thing. Absolutely. Oh, man. Just commiserate over all of this. Uh, so, yeah. So we'll go ahead and uh, wrap this show up for now. Um, uh, 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 hey, do you have like a, a website or something like that you want to plug or anything like that? Oh, I don't know if we've talked about this yet, but I have this thing. It's called snarksquad.com. Oh, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's real chill. If people want to check it out, that's fine. If not, it's it's whatever. All right. Uh, and where can the people find you in particular? Um, on Twitter, way too much. And during working hours, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my handle is uh, at my name is Marines, spelled like the Marines. So my name is Marines. And uh, I, I always find that interesting because where we grew up in South Florida, like, yeah, to have to say a name with a very specific type of accent, that's just par for the course. But like, right. I can imagine just people everywhere else, they're just like, wait, so Madines? Yeah, or <laughs> I've, I've gotten all kinds of things. Usually when I'm anywhere, especially Starbucks, it's just Mary. Good old fashioned Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Mary never lets you down. No, everyone knows Mary. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, and you could find all my good stuff uh, at Twitter at Rich Cami, on Instagram at Rich Cami Four, and uh, you could search me up on Audible to check out all of my hot, new, and old uh, audiobooks that I've been doing. Also, check out Potswoggle.com for all of uh, that sweet. Uh, wrestling talk with entertainment as well as the Podswoggle network uh, featuring married with movies uh Podswoggle, the wrestling podcast with entertainment as well as uh picked up uh as well uh so uh if i could say as well anymore in this wrap-up i should be given a gold star or something but yeah so that's going to do it for the blank slate a podcast podcast where we just talk a bunch of bullshit you can go ahead and delete this now catch us later this is the Podswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment.